Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on the Sin, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you this morning. And now he's in studio. He's now living in Vegas. It's Sean King. Uh, Former NFL quarterback, of course, uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, a former uh, coach as well on the South Florida staff. And, Sean, we had so much fun about a month ago when you came in the studio with Tim Murray and I. And I I was like, I'm I'm in for Gil for two weeks. How could I not have Sean back in studio? When I got the text and I knew I was coming on with Jazzy Jeff, I just (laughs) – my eyes lit up. Football's almost here. I mean, what a time to be in America, specifically in Las Vegas. A hundred percent. And, look – it's it, we're almost at the end of July. Once that calendar flips to August, oh, it's like, man. oh my goodness, the, the giddy feelings coming I back. I can smell the grass. I can smell the grass. I can see the tailgates. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Sean, uh, look, we're gonna we're gonna mostly go through the division that uh, you played in, of course, uh, and uh, spending a lot of time in uh, in Tampa over the last few years as well. And we'll start with the defending champs. Let's go right into it with the Bucks and uh, the Tampa last year, Sean. The regular season was, all right, let's just sort out what we have. Let's work out the kinks. It doesn't matter how long it takes. And as long as we're in a dance, we're going to have a shot. And, of course, uh, what happened? They win three road games. They get the home Super Bowl and eviscerate Kansas City to win their second Lombardi. And, Sean, going into this year, they they have a high win total, either 11.5, heavy juice on the over, or 12, depending on where you're looking. This schedule's 
pretty juicy and favorable for Tampa to win a whole lot of games and coast their way to an NFC South crown. Well, here's what's interesting. On paper, every season, you kind of analyze the schedule and you say, this is a guaranteed win, right. this is a guaranteed loss, this is a tough 50-50 game. But in the NFL, there's so much parity. And from year to year, you never really know. Mm-hmm. But what I will say about Tampa, championship pedigree, elite talent, depth, and I think they're still hungry. So when you try and put the components together and you're trying to decide who has a chance to really hoist the Lombardi Trophy, if they stay healthy, there's not a more talented team top to bottom in the National Football League. Well, and, and we talked about this when you were with Tim and I on an ICAP uh, the, about a month ago. There's 22 guys who start football games for teams. And Tampa's returning all 22. All 22. Which, I, Sean, I've never heard of that at the NFL level. Heck, you never be, you never really hear that at a collegiate level. This is something that's unprecedented, especially for a team that's coming off winning the championship. Not to toot Tampa's horn, but right now there's just something in the water. Like, there's something about doing championship parades via yachts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's attracted the entire team back, but it speaks to the environment that the Glazer family and Bruce Arians have created in Tampa. Now, Tom Brady made it a free agent destination spot. And then all those guys got there, loved the weather, loved the city. Bruce is a player's coach. He doesn't grind you out. He treats you like a man. He respects your time. So this is somewhere where they want to be. Now it's just about staying healthy, and it's about figuring out how to continue to push ourselves to be even better, even though on paper it looks like we're going to be front runner to repeat as back-to-back champions. Just looking at this offense, uh, look, it took Brady a while to get acclimated to everyone. Uh, you had the news. Uh, that, Not to oh, cut you off. Yeah. They didn't even have an offseason last year. Right, correct, correct. So you're talking about they were able to put the pieces together without the proper time that's generally given to learn and gel as an offensive unit. So add that component in this year, this might – be one of the most dominant seasons we've ever seen in the National Football League, but not so fast, my friend. History tells us (laughs) repeating is extremely difficult. Well, just look at their opponent last year in the Super Bowl. I mean, again, when you came on with us, you're like, oh, I was all over Tampa. This was a great matchup. A great matchup for the Bucs, and of course, that played out to the tune of an absolute beatdown in in, in Super Bowl 55 last year, but I want to look at I want to look at Tom here okay. for, for a second because there of course was the the rumblings. Oh, he played with a with a pretty significant knee injury all of last year, and now he seems to be fully healthy. Uh, he's, he's posted uh, gr- great videos that are, may or may not be real. <laughs> firing those are definitely not real. Oh, no, for, for everybody that's watching, those 100%. are definitely. Not. It's like when Michael Vick was throwing the football out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but 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 Sean. Uh, Tom Brady's touchdown prop this year is 36 and a half. And one thing Tampa did a lot of, and this kind of goes with with all the elite teams in the NFC this year. Uh, Green Bay threw the ball a lot in the red zone last mm-hmm. year. Tampa Bay threw the ball a lot in the red zone last year. And Tom Brady with a win total of, or excuse me, a touchdown pass total of 36 and a half. Uh, is something that I've been looking at as we're live here on a numbers game on the Sydney Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parle, Sean King, former NFL quarterback with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with us right now. Uh, but Brady, touchdown prop 36 and a half. With all the opportunities that we've seen in the past for Arians teams allowing his quarterback to throw in the red zone, that's one of those that I've been looking at a lot and thought about betting at 36 and a half over. Even though it's a high number, Sean, a very I, high number. I qualify everything with if he stays healthy. Right. But I think Brady's going to be 
maybe the best version we've ever seen of him. He's comfortable. You forget last year there was this unknown dynamic. Was it Brady? Was it Belichick? He was coming into a new system. He had a new components at receiver. There wasn't an offseason, and they're still productive. Now I think I would take over because of the mouths he has to feed. He's got to keep Mike Evans happy. He mm-hmm. has to keep Gronk happy. He has to keep Antonio Brown happy. They get O.J. Howard back, who they're really high on. They have Chris, who they just signed to uh, the, 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 the big contract. The big contract. Yeah. So, I mean, because of the mouths he has to feed and – they don't have a running back that's trying to make the Pro Bowl or playing for a contract. Leonard Fournette has gotten paid, had an amazing run. They brought him back. I'd take the over. You know, look, I for, for me, Brady also, too, to lead the NFL in touchdowns, pat passes, about plus 750. Not too bad there either. And, again, look, it's so odd. Like, Sean. Rodgers. Right, well, Rogers is going to be on a scorched right. earth campaign yeah. this year. So we, we'll, we'll get to him in a second because we talked about the NFC North yesterday, and yeah. I want your thoughts on that whole thing in a little bit, Sean. But – just looking at what Tampa is, and again, you mentioned it. No offseason last year. Took it really. It took till December to, for them gelled. to look right. to, for them to gel. And now having the full offseason, having everyone back, and look like you said, could be the one of the more dominant regular season teams that we've seen. And especially too, Sean, as we, we roll through this division, this is not your usual NFC South. Mostly because the Saints have questions at not only quarterback. They Michael Thomas injury is a big blow to them. And, uh, I mean, heck, we, we just mentioned the quarterback. We don't know who's starting week <laughs> one yet for New Orleans, even though we assume it's going to be Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. I think Jameis is going to have an MVP-type year. Oh, okay. I really do. I, I just think, and I believe that much in Sean Payton. If you look at him historically, I mean, he arguably, in my opinion, is the greatest offensive mind in football when it comes to taking pieces and figuring out how they fit and making them effective and putting them in positions to be great at what they're good at. And you have Jameis, who an inexperienced Jameis threw for 5,000 yards right. and 46 now. Now you got a guy who's had to take a back seat. He's humbled himself. Out of necessity, he didn't have a choice. He's watched Drew, how Drew approached it. I think he'll get the best version of Jameis ever. He's got a point to prove. The Saints, to me, are the dark horse to upset the Bucks in the NFC South. I think Jameis is going to have that kind of season. So let's uh, let, let, let's look at the Saints' betting profile here because I, I haven't really touched on New Orleans yet so far in the show. Uh, the Saints' uh, win total is nine. Okay. So, uh, Take the over. Remember, so Sean likes the over at minus 120 to get the double-digit wins. Take the over. Uh, making the playoffs, I, based off the way you're, what you're saying here, Sean, that plus 115 to make the playoffs just seems pretty good to you. Yeah. I mean, Traquan Smith, one of those other receivers, Peyton does it every year. Mm-hmm. Every year he has a young guy that kind of we didn't know about that he's developed and you know has gotten into a position to do what he does well man the Saints when you look at historically the last decade what team in the NFC South has been the most consistent it's New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. well I, and again the the concern for a lot a lot of people and and you don't seem to be concerned about it at all is of course you're replacing a Hall of Famer I know Breeze last year was but the 2020 version of Drew, no, uh, of Drew was, Breeze was, a, was not was, a Hall of Famer he was a shell of himself and they still were what 12 and four they were the two seed and, and had the home uh, field advantage if, over the Bucks if remember and again I think that there were a lot of plays in that Tampa Bowl, Tampa they, Super Bowl hey. run that were that were important and one play that I I think has just been swept under the rug because of what ended up happening in that game. If Jared Cook doesn't fumble, yeah. with the Saints up by a touchdown and Cook was in Tampa territory when he fumbled, we could be having a totally different conversation right now of what this outlook is yeah, in the J- NFC Jazzy, South. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but if the punt returner doesn't get hurt 
I mean, they couldn't tackle the punt returner like the first two, three punts. And then he, he did something. I, I forget exactly what uh, it Deontay was. Deontay Harris. Yeah, Deontay Harris. Yeah. yeah, Deontay Harris. Like, it's a lot of things that happen in that game, but you can say that every week. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Say that every week. Hey, look, the butter, <laughs> if we're trying to do the butterfly effect here, hey. we're, 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 we're going to be talking to Everybody's on the wrong side of the ticket. Like, man, <laughs> if we'd have just made that field goal, if we'd have called timeout. Yeah, but, 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 but look, for, for New Orleans, though, Sean, and, and look, right out of the gate, they get Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm, in, I'm not betting against Rodgers. I'm in total agreement with you that this yeah. is scorched earth. This, this is scorched earth, bizarro revenge against his own franchise. You're here. getting the most talented quarterback in the entire National Football League. Mm-hmm. I think he's more talented than Mahomes just because he's done it longer. Okay, yeah. And he's still got all the attributes that Mahomes has. And he's really on a I don't give a darn campaign. They might not run the ball. I can see a scenario where Aaron Rodgers checks out of every run. Like he's just gonna be freelancing. He's gonna be free willy. He'll throw you talk about touchdown totals. Uh-huh. He may throw the ball every down inside the ten this year. So Aaron Rodgers touchdown prop uh, currently off the board uh, at, at Bet MGM. Yeah, they're, which, they're, they're embarrassed to put it. At 50. I, I think I think uh, I think that's just a little bit of, of recalculating yeah. uh, right now. But uh, look, Sean, uh, I'll, we'll shift over to Green Bay for a second, and then we'll go back to the the NFC South. He, right behind us, and I was stunned by this. They were still dishing. And even money on Green Bay to win the NFC North. Wow. That number's now gone. It's been bet up to minus wow. 200. And, and Sean, it's just some of these numbers where, at least with Aaron Rodgers back now, there's no one in that division that can compete with him. I thought that was a gift at even money, and and, and I bet I bet it multiple times, Sean. Hey, you're <laughs> right. Hey, pulling for your pockets. I always tell <laughs> exactly. you that. The Minnesota's talented, but for some reason they never put it all together. But right. I'm just telling you. Think about this. Rogers said, I don't want to be here. He missed the whole offseason. He shows up. He does an interview, and it's as candid as anybody we've seen in a long time. (laughs) Basically (laughs) said, you know what? They don't view me as Aaron Rodgers. The man, they view me as Aaron Rodgers, the player, because I don't want to be here. I'm just telling you, he's yelling YOLO (laughs) every game this season. Uh, I, I want to shift back to New Orleans and uh, Sean King uh, with us right now here on a numbers game. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Uh, the Michael Thomas injury. Uh, Sean Payton did not sound pleased with how everything played out. Uh, the, the, the delay to get the surgery on his ankle. And and Sean, just looking at this wide receiving core, I know you mentioned Traquan Smith is a guy who could have a big year here. Mm-hmm. There are just not a lot of names on this receiving core that have had any success in this league. So that's one hesitation that I do have with New Orleans coming into the season, especially with Michael Thomas looking like he's going to miss the first month of the year. It's almost like a a music executive that you really believe in. Okay. Leor Cohen, for instance, with Def Jam. Mm -hmm. Every time an artist that we recognized and knew left, you knew he had somebody in the pipeline. I just have that kind of confidence in Sean Payton. Because he's an offensive genius. He's a guru. You know, uh, they've done an outstanding job. Ronald Curry, the old okay. North Carolina quarterback, he's there. So they've been developing guys. They have young guys. We'll find out who they are as the season progresses. But I, I don't really worry about that because wide receiver is a position where you can have uber-talented guys that just can't get playing time because of the established guys that get an opportunity and then they blow up. I'd be more worried if it was big guys. If it was offensive linemen, mm-hmm. defensive linemen, those guys are harder to replace than wide receivers. They are. Uh, look, their offensive line's still very good. They, they're they're in the top three in the league. They're, they're as good as anyone at both sides at tackle. They're the top three in the league. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and look, uh, one, the one thing to at least settle some concerns is 
We know Alvin Kamara is as good of a pass-catching running back as there is in the league. Xavier Murray. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they have components. They have guys. They've never not been good on offense. So sometimes you just have to bet the come. Like, this is Sean Payton. They'll be fine. I'm more worried about losing Trey Hendrickson mm-hmm. on defense because of the 13 and a half, I think, sacks he had last year, creating chaos on that side of the so, ball. So let's, let's go to the New Orleans defense here, Sean, because uh, you mentioned that Hendrickson go, gets a, a, big, a, a, yeah. a big contract with the Bengals uh, uh, as they were replacing Carl Lawson. They get a pretty good replacement there in Cincinnati. But but defensively wise, uh, Sean, I actually I, I agree with you with Hendrickson. But this feels like a great bounce back year for Jordan for for, for Cameron, Cameron Jordan, Jordan yeah. who uh, who again has battled injuries the last few years. Yeah, well, he's an established guy. I think uh, what the COVID did was interrupted some people's off season workout reg- regimens and stuff. So you see some of those older guys when they had some nicks, but he'll be fine. You know, I'm a big Chauncey Gardner guy. I mm-hmm. think he's one of the elite. Potentially like Hall of Fame caliber, like safety, nickel linebacker type guys. Like they have components and pieces there. They're going to be good on defense. I like New Orleans. They're the biggest threat to me in the NFC South to Tampa. So right now, New Orleans three to one at BetMGM to win the division. Uh, Sean, can you get there to to make that play, or is it just? I, again, I, like my seafood, just, I like my seafood hot and juicy. Okay. So, like, if I'm going to take an underdog, like, I need a little more juice. Three to one. Like, little more than three to one. On, on yeah. But but we talked about it before with the, to make the playoffs odds, though. That, that, to me, you're getting a plus price. You're almost never getting a plus price. Uh, obviously, again, different look with New Orleans. But that would be the route if I'm looking to play the Saints. That would be the route I would go here, Sean. Yeah. Take the plus 115 on the yes to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I see that. I think it's it's – a stretch to think that they're not a NFC playoff team. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Sean, let's let's continue on though. Uh, you look on your screen right now uh, again. The the two long shots at the bottom. Let's start with Atlanta because new head coach and Arthur Smith comes over after a really successful few years as offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Julio Jones obviously no longer a Falcon. He goes to Tennessee in that trade. Uh, Sean, I'm, I'm in the camp of Atlanta's offense is going to be pretty darn good, but that defense is just a disaster. And the, last year they were an epic disaster, Sean. I, I'm going to tell everybody that's watching and listening now, just bet the over every week. Okay. Just take the over. I'm just telling you, it's, it's, a, it's a win, 17-0 or 16-0. Just take the over. I'm just telling you, Grady Jarrett, outstanding defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. They love that core linebackers. Now, where they're very bad and – they lack productions in the secondary. But offensively, as you said, Calvin Ridley, if Kyle Pitts is as good as people think he is, they added Mike Davis, who had a really good year from Carolina last year. And people forget Russell Gage kind of came out of nowhere last year yeah. and, and produced. So Matt Ryan, I think, has something to prove. I think it got under his skin a little bit that people were talking about he was washed up. Atlanta should trade him. They should select his replacement. So whatever the best version of him is, you're going to get it. I think they're going to be in shootouts every week. I really do. Sean, right now, week one, 47 and a half. The total over. For Atlanta and Philadelphia. I, look, I agree that that's just too bad defense. See if you can get a, a super wager and take a over 47 the first half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but maybe take an all total like 54 and a half over. Uh, Sean, take with us right now here on a numbers game. I, I want to keep it with Atlanta because I, I talked about him a, a little bit earlier. Matt Ryan to be the league's leading uh, passer in the way of yards, Sean. 14 to 1, the number. And just the way that this team is constructed, we talk about again, you like them over basically every single week. They're going to be playing from behind a lot because of what that defense 
is not capable of it. They're not capable of stopping anyone. Right. Uh, at 14 to 1, Sean, is that enough for you to get there with me to bet Matt Ryan to be the league's leading passer by yards this year? Me personally, no. But okay. if you're a Matt Ryan fan, if you're a Matt Ryan stands, like that's your guy, then you take that wager. Okay. Like I just think it's hard to think that Mahomes, Jameis Winston, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, neither of those three are going to end up with more passing yards than Matt Ryan. Because those are the three guys that I'm looking at. Mahomes feels like he has a lot to prove. Rodgers, I told you, he's going to check out every run, every game, the entire season. Jameis is out to prove that, okay, the Bucks didn't make a mistake, but New Orleans got the benefit of the fact that I just kept throwing the ball to the other team. Like, those three guys are talented. Talented than Matt Ryan. They're all with offensive geniuses. So that's the only hesitancy I have. But I do agree with you. I think Atlanta's going to be darn good on offense. Oh, look, looking uh, looking up the numbers here uh, real quick uh, for for passing yardage uh, this year for uh, for league leaders. Uh, Mahomes is still your favorite. Yeah. No, no shock there at all uh, for Patrick. Well, they're just gonna have weeks where he just throwing for four hundred and five. Right, you right. Know, you put that down for four or five games. The the one concern that I have with Kansas City with, with, with Mahomes in that market because it's plus three fifty, so it's a very low number for a market like that. Is and this is kind of the concern that I have with Tampa props as well this year. Is they're going to be so far out in front of everyone else in that division, and with the extra game. You may see them take the, ga- the the foot off the gas, not only for game 17, you may see it for game 16 this year See, here's as well. what's interesting. I think perceptually, yes, but like when you really think about it and you break it down, how many weeks are there blowouts in the NFL? Like no, you're, you're a, right. Well, you know, a blowout is what, 12 points? You know, a, a high line in the NFL is minus 14. I mean, you're like, right. that's sky high. Like, I just think there's so much parity in the NFL that even the games where you have the far superior team, you're still fourth quarter, 10-point game, have the ball third and five on your own 36. And it's like, if we get the first down, you know, we're in four-minute offense. But if we don't, they've got a chance to score and make it a one-possession game. Mm-hmm. So I just think so many of those games come to the fourth quarter. I don't think that'll be an issue, just in my opinion. I found your bet, by the way. Aaron Rodgers at DraftKings passing yards fourteen to one to lead the league in passing yards. There's oh, that's that's money. There's your bet. Oh, that's, oh, your that's money. Jump on that right now. <laughs> uh, and also, too, if you want to take a shot further down the board, you mentioned Jameis Winston. He's fifty to one to lead lead the league in now, passing. Now those yards. are kind of juicy, <laughs> juicy odds. I like, but it, again, he threw for five thousand yards two years ago. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're betting on him to do something he hasn't done before. Right. If he throws for five thousand yards in twenty twenty one, he's probably going to lead the NFL in passing. Sean, uh, j- j- just to, to, to put the numbers out there for everyone, uh, at DraftKings, uh, most passing yards, Mahomes plus 350, your favorite. Dak Prescott, your second favorite at 6-1. to one. Tom Brady plus 650. Josh Allen at plus 850. Matthew Stafford, 12-1. to one. And then a collection of guys, including Ryan, Herbert, and Rodgers at 14-1 to one to lead the league in passing yards. Sean King. It's gonna hang around for another segment yeah, here. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna go to the Carolina Panthers. We didn't discuss them here, so we'll look at what Sean thinks of Sam Darnold beginning Slinging Sammy. Beginning the uh, <laughs> let's just say a career restart in Charlotte for Sam Darnold as we continue on here on a numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. It is a numbers game here on VSIN, brought to you by BetMGM. I'm Jeff Parles. Sean King, former NFL quarterback, with us right now. And now, now Las Vegas uh, resident part two, Sean uh, King. I'm looking now. We're full time, myself, my wife, my four kids. We're Excellent. Locals, I guess it's called. <laughs> I right, give me a little pin. I'm a local. Get uh, get 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 the get the good discounts in town yeah. uh, now. Being I gotta give me some Raiders gear too. You know, yes, I, I like yes. the black. I will say, by the way, 
I cannot wait to go into Allegiant for a game because, at least from the outside, it's the coolest It looks amazing, doesn't it? Like, you drive by there and, like, man, are there aliens in there? Like, that thing looks like – it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. The uh, workout facility, you know, they did an outstanding job. I mean, kudos to Mark Davis and the crew, John Gruden. I mean, that's top of the line from an uh, infrastructure standpoint. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and like you said, the, the facility over in Henderson, uh, r- r- really, really good facility. That Call they it built. the compound from now on. I, I, that, they, <laughs> any, anything Raider-wise that makes it seem somewhat sinister, I'm all good with it, uh, Sean. Uh, let's uh, let's go to back to the NFC South here. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold gets traded from New York to Carolina. Again, a, a big disappointment in his Jet tenure for Darnold. Uh, weapons were not good around him. Darnold got hurt every single year, or the mono fiasco in his second year, uh, right out of the gate. But Carolina win total of seven and a half, Sean, and and it all depends on what Sam Darnold's going to be. Is 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 he going to be able to protect the football? Is he? Was it as just as simple as he had a really bad coaching staff in New York coaching him, and uh, and he needed to change the scenery? I don't think so because he was turnover prone at Southern Cal as well. And in high school, he was turnover prone. So it's kind of one of those dynamics, you know, and I don't like to be a hypocrite. So I can't sit here and say I'm pro Jameis Winston who turned the ball over at Florida State, Mm -hmm. who turned the ball over in Tampa, and then say that I'm anti-Sam Donald. I just think the mentality, the emotional, psychological makeup of the two is completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's why Jameis is able to still find a lot of success and Sam isn't. Now, when you look at the roster in Carolina, Matt Rule, uh, Scott Fitterer, they've done an outstanding job. They are talented. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, they've got pieces on offense. I don't love the offensive line, but from a skill standpoint, they have pieces on that defense. Brian Burns, mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick. You know, I think J.C. Horn is going to be a dude. Oh, yeah. You add A.J. Bouye. I mean, you add Denzel Perry. They have pieces. Derrick Brown. But it's hard for me because I'm always pulling from my pockets. No matter what of my course. opinions are, when it comes to me and my greenbacks, I'm pulling from me. <laughs> it's hard for me to go with a team where the quarterback is the question mark. Right. And, and look, uh, the offensive line, I, I agree with you. They, they just paid uh, Taylor Moten a lot yeah. at, at right tackle. Uh, he's earned it. Oh, Consistent. He, well, hadn't missed a start in years. But is Cameron Irvin a – you read my mind. You know, that's, I, that's that's the problem. Like Irvin, Irvin has been in his career a good swing guy, right. but as a as a as a starting left tackle, especially with a with a questionable been quarterback. Injured, yeah, you know, uh, I think uh, Eiflin is the uh, the other offensive. Uh, yeah, interior Pat, line. Pat, Pat Eiflin's yeah, playing left you know, guard. So they yeah. got some interior guy. I, I, I don't love it. You know, no one in the NFL really has a great offensive line outside of Kansas City, New Orleans, and maybe one or two other teams. But when you have a quarterback that in my opinion has to get off to a good start. I don't think he's a guy that overcomes adversity well. Like mm-hmm. if it gets going bad, it goes really bad. He's talented though. But again, for me, that's not something I like to roll the dice with when the quarterback's the question mark. Right, and, and I will say this, and was talking about it earlier, I, I think Darnold's going to lead the league in turnovers, which is obviously something you don't want to be leading the league in, Sean. <laughs> that's not a good thing. Uh, the one thing though is like, it's so odd for me to like a coaching staff like I do. Like, I think Matt Rule is He's on his way to being a really good yeah, head coach. I, I love Matt Rule. I actually got to do an internship okay. there. So I was there for a full month. So I got to see him on a day-to-day basis. Outstanding coach. They have an outstanding young staff. Joe Brady's going to be a star. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the components. But, again, in this league, 
how do you become successful if the quarterback is the question mark? So everything's revolving around Sam Darnold. And it's not just Sam Darnold versus Sam Darnold. It's, is Sam Darnold going to have a better year than Teddy Bridgewater? Is he going to have a better year than Justin Fields? Right. Two guys that could have been the starting quarterback in Carolina in place of him. So there's a lot of pressure there. We'll see how he handles it. Well, and not only that, I mean, what happens if Mac Jones ends up playing quarterback in New England and plays well? Another that guy that uh, Cam's car- out with a hand injury yeah. right now. So a lot of pressure on Sam. Sean, it's always awesome to have you in studio. Thanks, Jazzy Jeff. Good yes, to see you again, of man. Of course. Hey, look, Sean King, uh, the first thing Sean said when, when when he walked in, man, I'm killing baseball. Oh, yeah, year. I'm killing it. So Sean's going to go handicap uh, some yeah. baseball Almost now. nine. I, uh, <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. He's Sean King, uh, former NFL quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, also uh, coached uh, on the staff uh, at South Florida as well. When we get back here, we'll, we'll give you my thoughts fully on the New Orleans Saints here on the Numbers Game on v A numbers game with Gil Alexander. The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is live. The Pro Football Betting Guide is coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for either the college football or pro football seasons. You need our VSIN betting guides. Our experts provide profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer the entire football season. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Big thanks to Sean King for being with us for uh, the last two segments. I'm Jeff Parlson for Gil Alexander. I always love talking to Sean. Uh, it, Always, always get great, uh, great stuff out of Sean. Uh, w- w- one of the more entertaining guys that uh, that I've been able to work with here uh, on the network. Uh, there's a trade in Major League Baseball, and the uh, the very w- rare intra-division deal in the AL Central. The Chicago White Sox are acquiring Cesar Hernandez from Cleveland. White Sox uh, again have been a uh, been in need of a second baseman because of all the injuries they've had throughout the year. Hernandez uh, having a, a good year with the power bat with 18 home runs, uh, not hitting for as good of an average as he usually has in the past at 231. But the White Sox uh, trading a left-handed prospect, Connor Pilkington, the other way to Cleveland, a left-handed pitcher out of Mississippi State who was drafted three years ago. So that's a deal this morning. And again, the White Sox, Huge favorites in the AL Central right now as uh, they're, they're going to coast to a division crown in year one on, under Tony La Russa. Let's uh, let, Let's go back to football, though. Let's go to New Orleans. Sean King was very high on Jameis Winston this year. And it's very simple here for me with New Orleans. If Sean Payton picks the right quarterback, the New Orleans Saints are probably making the playoffs. If he picks the wrong quarterback, New Orleans missing the playoffs. To me, and obviously to Sean as well, James Winston's the right quarterback here. And look, 
I understand Jameis Winston is, was a turnover machine in Tampa and, again, had the most epic season I think I've ever seen from a quarterback where he pulled the Jose Canseco and went 30-30 with uh, more than 30 touchdown passes and 30 interceptions with the walk-off pick six to get the 30 interceptions. Still one of the most tremendous things I think I've ever seen in a football game. But you look at New Orleans, 3-1 to one to win the South, that feels right. I, I, they're not good enough to catch Tampa. Tampa's much better than them. Their win total at 9, that also feels right. Uh, juice to the over, eh, probably a no play for me. To make the playoffs, plus 115. To miss the playoffs, minus 135 at bed MGM. And look, it's going to be it's unbelievably rare under Sean Payton to see New Orleans with a plus next to them to make the playoffs. And... I'm just concerned that he's going to pick Taysom Hill. And what we saw from Taysom Hill last year when he played, when uh, when, when Drew Brees went down, he's fine. But you're not winning long-term with that guy as your quarterback. You're just not. And defenses, look, defenses, when you see more tape on a guy, will be able to slow him down or even stop him completely. And with Taysom Hill... He's not a good enough thrower, not even close to a good enough thrower to play quarterback at the NFL level full-time. No way. As a backup, all right, fine, maybe. But he's not a full-time starter. Jameis Winston, even with the problems with the turnovers, Jameis Winston, to me, is still one of the 32 best quarterbacks in this league and should be a starting quarterback for New Orleans. And you look at the schedule here for the Saints, and they start off with Green Bay again. I don't care who plays quarterback week one. They're losing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. The Packers are winning that game. I don't care that the game's in the Superdome. We had the first time with 100% capacity since the 2019 season for New Orleans. doesn't matter. The Packers are winning that game. Aaron Rodgers could have a huge week one. But you look at the rest of this here. Before the bye, and even early bye, week six for New Orleans. They're going to be a favorite at Carolina, probably. Going to be pretty close to a pick. Probably a favorite against New England. Be a favorite against the Giants at home. Probably be a small dog at Washington, unless Washington gets off to a bad start. But look, those four games, if you're going to be a playoff team, you win those four games. I know Washington is the team I projected to win the NFC East, but they're still gettable. And with the way New Orleans' defense is constructed, I agree with Sean King. Losing Trey Hendrickson is not good. But Cameron Jordan, to me, is going to have a huge year. And the Saints' defense actually ends up being pretty close to a top-10 defense all year long. But, it, it again, if Taysom Hill starts, and that just, again, scares me so much. If he starts, New Orleans is not bettable. On a win total, on a division, they're definitely not bettable. On them to make the playoffs, they're not bettable if Taysom Hill's in. He's not good enough. And you, the middle portion of that schedule, at Seattle on a Monday night, you get Tampa, at Tennessee, Buffalo on Thanksgiving, Dallas on a Thursday night, those are not easy games. And if you're rolling with Taysom Hill, you're losing probably more than half of that. And that's the big difference in the end for New Orleans. I think Taysom Hill's going to play the majority of the games here. And I think that's going to be the reason that New Orleans is not in the postseason yet again. So New Orleans, to me, I actually have them right on the cusp, even with Hill in this. If, if Jameis started, I'd probably have them safely in the playoffs, probably winning 10 games this year. But they end up missing the playoffs for me on the virtue of they lose that week 13 Thursday night game at home to Dallas. 
I have Dallas winning the tiebreaker for seed number seven in the NFC. New Orleans at nine and eight. That's where I'm going with the Saints here in 2021. They just miss out on the playoffs. They end up pushing that win total at nine, and the no to make the playoffs lane. The price ends up cashing for New Orleans. Uh, just in the end, it's too much Taysom Hill is what ends up happening. And I hope I'm wrong. I truly hope I'm wrong here because I want to watch James Winston play quarterback. I want to see him get a chance again. He has so much talent that he should be able to produce, even if, again, may he turn the ball over 20 times? Yeah, he absolutely could. But I want to see him get his fair opportunity in New Orleans with that offense. And again, Michael Thomas is likely going to miss the first month of the season with the ankle surgery that he just had. If Jameis Winston can elevate a team where Traquan Smith is the number one wide receiver, then we know Jameis Winston is as talented as I think he is. So, again, I think we see too much of Taysom Hill. New Orleans misses the playoffs to go 9-8. and eight. And Jameis Winston, again, there's a lot of question marks of if Jameis can play in this league. And it's not necessarily his doing that there'll be questions with that one. The Saints, 9-8, and eight, they missed the playoffs. And that defense actually is the unit that ends up carrying it because we see too much of Taysom Hill. When we get back here in a numbers game, I'll give it a recap of this division. Also give you a little bit of a recap of the NFC. That's next as we continue on here on a numbers game. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough 
introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sports with a risk-free wager here at BetMGM up to $600. Just use the bonus code VSIN600 to get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com and use the promo code VSIN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. But you have to be a new customer. It's a new customer offer only. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older to place a wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia only excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text REDLINE 1-800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And a promotional offer not available in Nevada. The Lombardi line coming up right now. No, the Lombardi line comes up in uh, in about 10 minutes from now here on uh, on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles in for uh, Gil Alexander here on the numbers game. Another quick baseball update because uh, J- Jason Conn, the, uh, the trade deadline's tomorrow at, at uh, 3 o'clock Eastern time. So we're going to see trades sporadically come in over these next uh the next 30 hours or so. Uh, the Nationals uh, seem to be sending Brad Hand, and that looks like a done deal according to Jesse Doherty of the Washington Post. Brad Hand, the uh, the big offseason acquisition to stabilize the Washington bullpen has not happened this year. Going to Toronto with the Blue Jays, which, by the way, the Blue Jays return north to the border tomorrow. First home game since 2019 at the Rogers Center for the Blue Jays, so that's exciting for them, and Brad Hand will be uh, joining them in Canada. So, uh, the second deal this morning, Cesar Hernandez going from Cleveland to the Chicago White Sox. The other deal that we've seen this morning. NFC South, let's go to the projected standings for me. And I have Tampa winning the division by two games over New Orleans. Look, I, I will say this. Would it shock me if Tampa goes 14-3? and three? No, not at all. 
Part of my handicap is that Tampa's going to take the foot off the gas pedal late in this season because they will have this division wrapped up really early. And also, look, I have Carolina beating them week week 18. If Tampa needs that game, Carolina's going to lose that game to Tampa. So there are no big Tampa's a no bet on their win total just because I'm concerned about the end of the season being a real slowdown just to get everyone healthy and ready to go for the postseason. Because as we've seen with this Tampa squad in this form, the regular season doesn't matter. Just be in the dance and give yourself a chance. And that was what Tampa had last year and when they won the Super Bowl as a five seed. New Orleans a nine and eight goes to what I said last segment. If Taysom Hill plays too much, New Orleans underachieves. If Jameis Winston plays, even let's say Jameis Winston plays 14 out of 17, New Orleans is winning double-digit games and making the playoffs. It is that big of a difference, even with the turnover problems for Jameis. But New Orleans 9-8 and eight for me. Carolina and Atlanta, look, if, if, if Atlanta and Carolina flip third and fourth, it wouldn't shock me. Because both of these teams are pretty bad to me. Darnold is going to be a turnover machine in Carolina. And I look, I kind of feel bad for Matt Ryan because I really do think Atlanta is going to have a great offensive season, at least statistically wise. The problem is that defense, other than Grady Jarrett, who is legitimate all pro caliber, that defense is so bad. And Atlanta is going to be playing games. I'm not sure if I'm all the way would blindly play it overs like Sean King said on every single one of their games, but week one of 47 and a half. How are we not getting a game that's like 31-27 with them in Philadelphia? Unless if the Eagles offense just looks so bad early in the season. Which is also possible new head coach. Jalen Hurts is really not that good. But if you don't score in the 20s against Atlanta, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing this year if that's the case? So would it shock me if that bottom order flips? No, not at all. Uh, Carolina and Atlanta, pretty interchangeable for me at the bottom of that division. Uh, but I do think, even though I have Atlanta last, Atlanta being a team that surprises and actually contends for the playoffs is a lot more realistic to me than Carolina competing for the playoffs. And even though I think Matt Ryan's, again, it's pretty clear, he's on the back end of his career, I'd still rather have him for the 2021 season than Sam Darnold. That's the main reason where I think, even though I have Atlanta last, that they're going to be capable of, possibly, if things go right, possibly competing for a playoff spot. I don't think it'll happen because of just how bad that defense is. But there you go. With Tampa Bay in, winning the division, coasting to a division championship at 11-6. and six. Uh, I have them as the three seed in the NFC. That's where, that's where I have them landing. Uh, behind L.A., behind Green Bay, landing as the three seed, uh, getting a nice... Uh, a nice matchup with the Seattle Seahawks in the first round of the playoffs and wild card weekend where uh, Jason, uh, I can already tell if that ends up being the matchup, there may not be a number that's big enough to keep me off Tampa in that first playoff game if they play Seattle in the 3-6 wild card weekend. Uh, but but there you go. Let's uh, let's just go through what we, we, we've had so far this week on the NFC, and we'll do this in full tomorrow. We'll have my season futures as well tomorrow uh some afc futures some nfc futures maybe maybe even an nf an nfl mvp sprinkle tomorrow coming on the program uh here on a numbers game but even with some concerns about the la rams looking at the nfc west i do have the rams as the number one seed in the nfc 
I have them holding off San Francisco to go 13-4 and four, to win the NFC West. Matthew Stafford, I truly believe, is going to play at an MVP caliber level. It's just a question of how long does it take for him to get used to the McVay offense? I think it's going to be pretty quickly. And that beginning portion of the schedule, if they survive it those first five weeks, they're going to be a very hard out to not win that division. A 13-4 and four one seed for the L.A. Rams for me in the NFC. Green Bay, we talked about it yesterday. I have a pretty nice-sized bet for myself on Green Bay, even money to win the division behind me at the South Point, which, again, I was surprised the number was still up two days after. Uh, excuse me, a day even after. Still is there this, yesterday morning. Now it's minus 200 behind me uh, on Green Bay to win the NFC North here at the South Point. Green Bay takes advantage, like I said yesterday, of just a division that isn't any good. And Minnesota, an underachiever yet again. The Bears stick with Andy Dalton way too long. And Green Bay goes 12-5 and and easily wins the division for the second consecutive year. Goes over their win totals that you're starting to see repopulate again at 10-and-a-half. 11-6 feels like worst-case scenario for Green Bay. And look, Aaron Rodgers, it's hard to win the MVP back-to-back years. Peyton Manning is the last one to do it, 08-09. But you're in a scenario here where Aaron Rodgers in this bizarro situation where he does not like his own franchise right now too much, where it's just one of those, a word I can't say on the air, you, scenarios to the Green Bay front office. And Aaron Rodgers leads the league in in passing touchdowns. Passing yards wouldn't shock me, even though I don't know if uh, they'll get him enough run there. And also, too, one bet I didn't bring up yesterday that I think is really good. Aaron Rodgers, interception total is eight and a half. How is he getting nine interceptions? Aaron Rodgers is the best interception percentage in league history. His bad years are eight on the interceptions. He's not going over eight and a half interceptions. So that's another bet. I I like that one a whole lot. That was at DraftKings where you can bet that under eight and a half interceptions. You do have to lay a little juice, but... I'm laying a dollar thirty, dollar thirty-five to go under eight and a half. I, I, Rogers not getting the nine, and if he does, so be it. Tip your hat to the defenses on that one. If Aaron Rodgers goes there, Tampa, as I said, three seed winning the NFC South, NFC East. We have Washington coming out of the NFC East, uh, eleven and six. Ryan Fitzpatrick finally gets to the postseason. Finally gets there, but it's more because that defense is going to just be great, and that pass rush is so good. And Chase Young is a legitimate defensive player to your candidate. And Jamin Davis is a legitimate defensive rookie of the year candidate. So Washington coming out of the East uh, as the four seed. San Francisco, Seattle, and Dallas are my three wild cards. I didn't intend on having Seattle in my playoff mix, but just going through all the games, I have them at 10 and 7. Their schedule is easy enough, and they can take advantage of teams that they get in the Pacific Northwest and that great home field advantage to get the double digits. So Seattle's the six, and then Dallas just gets in on the virtue of a tiebreak against New Orleans. I have them beating New Orleans week 13. I have them getting into nine and eight. And look, the thing with Dallas, it's kind of what the handicap has always been with Dallas. Can that defense hold up enough? And more importantly now with Dak back. 
Can Dak Prescott and that offense outplay what I think is a questionable coaching staff at best in Dallas? And if they do, nine and eight. I, I, this is the other thing, too, with the NFC. Nine wins is going to be good enough to get you in the NFC playoffs in all likelihood. There just is not enough depth. Like the AFC, there are there are nine teams in the AFC where it wouldn't shock me if they win double-digit games. There are not nine teams in the NFC that are capable of winning double-digit games. It's more like six or seven if all goes right for Dallas or New Orleans to get you to that seventh one. And we saw it last year. A mediocre at best Chicago Bear team got in at 8-8. Eight and eight. Nine and eight wouldn't shock me one bit if uh, if that's your seventh seed uh, in the NFC. Uh, just looking at it, AFC-wise, the AFC 7, I have a 10 and 7, and I have one team at 10 wins missing the playoffs. So it's going to be a lot harder to make the postseason in the AFC this year as opposed to making it in the NFC. That's all the time we have today here on a numbers game. We're back tomorrow. One last show for me in for Gil Alexander before he's back next Monday. Coming up next here on VSIN, the Lombardi line. All the daily news you need coming up next here on VSIN. We'll see you tomorrow here on a numbers game. made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.